will go live in five seconds. Four, three, two, one. Now entering the studio of ELR Foundation. We're spreading the gospel throughout all nations. Thank you for being here. Again. Amen. We're getting ready to get started. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in live at ELR Prophetship Podcast Network. Amen. On tonight. Amen. We're getting ready to get started. We're welcoming everybody from Facebook Live, everybody from YouTube. God bless you. Amen. Everybody tuning in. Thank you for tuning in gratefully. Amen. Get started. Thank you, Jesus. Let me get the start time. Hallelujah. Amen. We're going to go ahead and get started. Just take a few more seconds, amen, to give enough people that are coming in. They're starting to flow in. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to ELR Prophetic Show Podcast Network. Hallelujah. Amen. We're going to get started in a minute, uh, Prophetess. We're going to put the uh, live button on. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for coming in. God bless you. All over the world. God bless you, saints. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. Amen. We are here tonight to get a word from the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, Let's go in. We're going to have a brief prayer. This broadcast will only take one hour. No more than one hour. Amen. So you hang on in there. Father, we thank you tonight in the name of Jesus. Father, we adore you right now. God, we bind the adversary and every devil at every level. And we command you, Satan, the Lord rebuke you. Get out of our way. Go back to the pit of hell. In the name of Jesus. And we say that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. In the name of Jesus, we praise your holy, illustrious name. God, hide Glenda behind the cross and let her not be seen. But the word of God that lives in me, dwells in me, breathes in me tonight, that I, Habosha, will create a changing experience on the earth tonight. My God. Amen. 
and amen, amen. Praise the Lord, saints. We're going to go to the book of um, Acts, amen. Uh, the book of Acts, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And you get into the book of Acts, and we want you to find um, um, an act. Um, this would be Acts 27. Amen. Acts 27. Amen. We're going to entitle this tonight. Amen. The storm and despair. Is the storm and end despair? Hallelujah. In the storm and in the despair of God. God, you know what you're getting ready to do. I feel the fire of God tonight. Release yes, the prophet. Hallelujah. It's called Hallelujah. The storm and the fire. Amen. Oh, God. Come on, come on. I don't know about you, but in the last six months to a year, I've had storm after storm after storm. I've had rain and despair. But yet, like Hakosha, my favorite poet, I yet rise undaunted, untouched. I move by the things of the world. So we call this tonight in the storm and in despair. My God, my God. Amen. In the storm. I don't know about you, but I've been through storm after storm, rain after rain. And what happens is, is despair. You you say to yourself, I can't make it no more. I can't take it. Away, Holy Ghost. I don't know what's happening. Something's wrong with me. I, I, I just don't know, God. I, I gave my life to you, but it just seems like when I gave my life to you, Walk it. it says more down than up. Hallelujah. Why? Because the storm comes and despair comes and then you don't know what to do when you want to do what you want to do. Amen. In this book here, uh, uh, in this particular chapter, Paul the Apostle, Paul the anointed man of God, Paul, hallelujah, at one point, Paul was ferocious. Paul was killing Christians. Paul was doing whatever he wanted to do. Paul allowed a decree come to pass that people who had the authority to kill Christians simply because they didn't agree with him. Uh-oh. Take that today and discover that there are people in our lifetimes, there are people on TV, there are people in the government, they just don't like you because they disagree with you. And it is not the mind of Christ. It is a satanic movement Hallelujah, to pull us what down. It is, a, it is a movement to destroy your mind. So if I got your mind, I got the rest of you. 
mind, you can't even think straight. When I've got your mind, you are paralyzed, uh, hallelujah, in the body to the point you are confused, you are lost, you are bound, you are discouraged because uh, the enemy has your mind and you are in distress and you're worried. But God does not call us to be a people to be afraid and downtrodden and tore up from the floor, confused, don't know what to do in the midst of your storm. I can talk about this year and a little bit of last year. The bottom line, there have millions of people have died uh, that were on the earth, hallelujah, from covert 19, through murders, through floods, through fires, through everything that you can imagine what? There are storms and floods in our lives. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Walk it, walk it. Oh my goodness. Hallelujah. And when you hear and you think about the floods, and when you think about the storms that went through through, through New Orleans, when you go to the farms of, of Mississippi, when you go all the way up to New York and have flooding through 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 the through the basement, flooding through the train stations, the, that it, it, it lets you know that, that Christ is on his way back. Come on, come on. He does not tell us when the fire is coming. He's not telling us when he's going to take us out of this earth. But I want you to know, ladies and gentlemen, that even the book of Hallelujah, Mark, Hallelujah, and Matthew, they tell you, Hallelujah, that Christ is soon to come. Come on, come on, come on. Hallelujah. You're in the United States of America. There was not a time when we didn't have to worry about food shortages. There wasn't not, not a time that we can go into any car lot and pick out any car that we wanted. There was never not a time uh, that we could not make have vacations. We we didn't have a have a perfect life, but we were happy, or we thought we were happy. But nobody can be happy if they don't know Jesus Christ. Come on. Uh, the, 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 the things in our life will take us out if we don't know Christ and the pardon of our sins. And well, here is Paul. Paul Paul had turned the world upside down, and that's what God wants us to do now as believers in Christ. Hallelujah. If I'm not talking to the unbelievers right now, but to the believers, Christ, Paul turned the world up like, upside down. Oh, walk it, when walk Paul it. Was the I can't live without him. I can't 
groove without him. I can't sleep without him. I will not make a move unless God tells me to what? Because I am now I'm a prisoner. So for example, but and over over the four hundred years ago, the black man in America, hallelujah, and other countries were they were bound with chains. They were bound that they couldn't go but so many places. They couldn't do anything without permission. They can't sleep without permission. They can go but so far without permission. They couldn't even have a child without their permission. Come on, come they were on. something or somebody else. But thanks be unto God who was able to keep us from falling. And so this all has changed his life. Go ahead, go ahead. And that's what happens when you change your life in Christ. You don't look like you used to look. You don't dress like you do dress. You do you don't wear the Gucci Mama clothes. You don't put on the clothes that you want everything showing them a uh but but that but everything right because you're a new preacher. Right? You wanna look like Christ. You wanna talk like Christ. You wanna think come on, like come Christ. on. You wanna be in the very image of who Christ is, the hope of glory. Walk it. That God that died on the cross, the now stepped in and resides in us. But here, God's talking to uh, the people and letting them know that Paul, 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 who was a man that was that changed his heart and turned his heart toward God. Yes, Lord. Amen. Paul, 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 Paul. Like I said, Paul. He knew the law. He knew. The word because he was uh, he was born a Jew. He was not born a Gentile. He was born a Jew. He was born with the same DNA of Jesus Christ himself. Amen. He was called Paul of Tarsus, and he studied under great teachers. He he studied he studied under great leaders. He studied the word and the letter of the law, but he did not know Jesus for himself. Paul proved to be be voracious and he would kill people again right and left. And when they would see him, they would run from him. That came out of Acts 9 and 30. Again, Paul changed his inner man. Come on, come on, come on. You can't Amen. Amen. 
And Paul was arrested. He was arrested and he was persecuted. Okay. Let's start with here the 24th verse. And he says, and as thus spake for himself, Festus, he was the man in charge, mm -hmm. with a loud voice, all thou art beside thyself. You know you ain't doing right. What's wrong with you? You must learning, um, and you must be mad. In other words, you must be crazy. Because here they've captured a man was killing everybody, but now that same God has changed his God. He's changed his God, and now he is he is doing the things of God. And so, because they knew how he was, they said to him, well, you know, you must be crazy. That must be wrong with you. That's a lot of a lot of people, when you change your God, you change your attitude to Christ, and you start going to church. People say, no, you go to church? No, no, you you, you, you the same hooker that was laying up with everybody. You, you don't change. Oh, please, that's just a matter of time. You won't be like that always. You, 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 you can't. You can't change it. You know, a spot, uh, an animal can't change its spots. But we're talking about a human being. And a human being that has changed their heart, changed their mind, changed their spirit, and changed their God. Well, okay. And changed their attitude toward God. Jesus, come on, Amen. come on. Hallelujah. You can be changed if you want to be changed. That's right. So let's go down to 27th chapter, and then I want you to go to the 10th verse. 27th chapter of Acts. Yes. 10th verse. So he says here, And said unto them, Sirs, so here Paul is in the ship, and there's a hurricane coming. There was some devastating weather coming, and, um, 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 and he says, and he said unto them, sirs, I perceive that this voyage will be hurtful and much damage, not only to the the laden, uh, to the things in the ship, okay, but also to our lives. So here, Paul. Because he now is so connected with the word of God. Right, he is so right. connected with the Father, yes. Jesus Christ. Yes, Lord. And now Jesus tells him uh, uh, in his spirit, man, that there is a storm coming. There is a storm coming in our lives. There, there, there's a storm. It, uh, some life things that went really good, they're very good, but when Things turn bad, they turn really bad. So here, here, God is telling Paul to tell the people, tell not just the soldiers, but tell the prisoners itself, but there's a storm of coming. My God, my God, I want tell you to it, tell it. There will be a storm of coming in your life. There will be a storm of death. There will my be a storm God. of life. There will be a storm that our children are, are going crazy. Our, our husbands are going crazy. Our, Jobs is going crazy. Everything, the policeman, the cat, the dog. There will be seasons in our life where it looks like nothing is working out for 
last year for us in COVID-19. There has been some damage with death and devastation. There's been some damage with hurricanes. There's some damage with fires and floods in California right now. There's been floods and, and damage on the border right now from, from people from, from Haiti, from different countries yes. coming there and running to America to try and find safety. Ah, because you know when God's in charge, it really don't matter what country you're in, but God knows your name by name. God knows your your father. God knows your very womb that you Jesus. have. And so there will be times in our lives that it doesn't, you can't pursue peace when peace is not be found. My God. Yeah. Have your way, Holy Ghost. There is a time in your life when all you want to do, pursue, means seek. Preach properly. But there's a time that there will be no peace found on the earth. There is a time right now in this world, in this nation, in the countries, all over the world, whether it be Africa, whether it be Haiti, whether it be Ireland, whether it be Russia, whether it be Vietnam, whether it be Copenhagen, whether it be any nation on the earth, Australia, there will be a time God will take the earth and change it and make things that we've got to cry out to God and say, Lord, what must I do to be saved? Lord, what must I do to change my life? Lord, I know you exist. God, what must I do to be saved? So there will be a time that looks like everything is going wrong in our life, and you, the first thing begins to say, "Lord, what did I, what did I do to do deserve this? What did I do to be heard? What must I do to go to? I just keep no keep a job. What can I do when I'm trying to do and giving be responsible and and trying to do what's right? But it just looks like that I ain't got no break." It looks like God. I don't know, but I'm holding out. I'm holding on to the horns of all time. I'm going to keep being nice to people. I'm going to keep on loving God. I'm going to keep uh, to hold on to the horns of all time. Know what happens. Why? Because you're in a storm of life. That's it. All of us go through storms of life. I know when I was a young kid, when we would, we would, t- uh, we would miss school, we would, I would sit up and I would watch all the stories and there were some stories called The Edge of Night. I don't know about you, but I have had been nights in my life when I felt like I was on the edge of night. Yes, sir. I was in the edge of night and didn't know what was going on. I, I, I didn't God. know uh, my surroundings. I, I had no wisdom. I, I was just crazy. I was just foolish. I, I didn't know how to trust God because when you get on the edge of your life and you don't see no light, you just... All you do is you feel you despair. You feel like nobody loves you. Uh, I know what the word says, but just sometimes these preachers begin to begin to question God because we have gone through so much, so hard, so often, and it looks like we're never going to get a breakthrough. Jesus. Why? Because we have the storms of our life. I want you to know that everybody has their own storm. 
Nobody storms like your storm. Right. My mm. storm is not like your storm. Your mama and them storm is not like your storm. Because God knows what you can handle. God knows what your mama can handle. My, uh, you know what your, your auntie and your sister and your brother can handle. God knows us. We are tailored, designed for responses from God. My God. Again, we are we are tailored and designed to go through what we are supposed to go through. Why? Because when I'm going through, I'm praying. When I'm going through, when I can't see the, into the darkness, but God is there with me. When I'm going through, I, I remind me that Jesus is real. When I'm going through, all I can think that I know I'm coming out. It's like that little that little uh, puppet they used to say, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can. So what you have to do is when you get in the doctor, says, I think I can see, I think, I think, I think. I know I can see, I can see. Why did it happen? I know it's coming. I know how it's coming, but I know it's coming. I know why, because God said it. God said it, I know it, I believe it, but it's coming, I can see it. But I know that daybreak is coming to pass. Because in a 24-hour period, there's darkness. But at one point, there becomes a breaking of the day. At the some point, there was a uh, uh, the sun coming up tomorrow. The sun says, the sun is coming up tomorrow. Even though at midnight, it didn't look like it would have another tomorrow. But when the sun come up, when the sun came up, I know God was with me. When I was in my storm, I knew God was with me. I might not have felt this. I know with a surety because now I am walking in Christ's image. I am talking in Christ's image. I'm doing the best that I can. I'm believing God. I'm putting those things, Paul says, put those things which are behind you as press. So the press implies that, that it's going to be some opposition. That's it. That's it. What I'm means uh, it, 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 it looks like I gotta I gotta cry a little bit as I'm pressing forward. Uh, uh, when the tears don't stop flowing, I'm still pressing what forward. He said, "Don't back up." He said, "Don't fall out." Don't give up. He said, "But press towards means go forward. Press towards the mark. That's the place that you got to get to." From the Alpha to the Omega. Jesus. That's from where to here. From here to there. Because what? I'm pressing. I'm moving. I'm not stopping and crying and falling apart. But God made a promise to me. And because God said it, I believe it. Because God said it in his word. The word of God never lies. Men lie. Children lie. People lie. Husbands lie. Daughters lie. And our people die, but God never lies. And that's the one word that we have to hold on to. That's it. Because in the midst of your storm, in the in the center of an eye of a hurricane. I don't know if you've ever been through a hurricane. I lived in South Florida most of my life, and we have hurricane season. And the hurricane comes, and when they'll, they'll give you a forecast, and then they'll upgrade it and they'll tell you what 
what what strength it is, whether it's five or four or six or whatever. And when it begins to approach, the hurricane starts making a noise. The wind begins to howl. The wind begins to move. Objects begin to shake. Come on, come on. The power of God is there in, in the midst of it. The power. Did you see the windows coming out? The power to cars are moving. The power. But in the midst of the storm, they call it the eye of the storm. And I don't know about you, but in my lifetime, I have I have been in many eyes of the storm. Uh-oh, come on, come on. In the eyes of the storm, sometimes you get hurt in the eyes of the storm. You get beaten in the eyes of the storm. You feel like you can't make it. You can't take it. And the size of the storm, your children stop talking to you. And the eyes That's of the it. storm, your husband starts cheating on you. And the eyes of the storm, Hallelujah. You look like you don't maybe won't even have a place to live, but in the size of the storm, in the stillness of the moment, Jesus. God is still right there. And here Paul, Paul began to tell the soldiers and the people with him that I perceive, I see, I know, I feel in the arms of unction of my loins, the unction of the Holy Ghost that God told me to tell you, sirs, that their will of storm is coming on the rise. Uh-oh. It's not in the rise of the storm. But he said, I don't want you to worry about that now. He uh, said, cause right there, even in the storm. And there might be uh, the boat uh, might not exist anymore. But I want you to know, sirs, that uh, you won't die. Well, girl and boy, woman and man, you won't die. Walk in the it. Your you won't die in the midst of your trials, in the midst of your degradation, in the midst of the humiliation, in the midst of everything. God telling us tonight, you won't die. I'm going to lift you up. Jesus. I'm going to bring you up. Come on, come on. Paul ain't seen what God just set me aside and I'll you take 
your body. No, no, he said our lives. All right. 11 says this. Then he says, but nevertheless, I like that word. Out the Bible, in the Bible, constantly you run to the word and say, nevertheless, that means, you know what? No matter what happens, God's with me. No matter what I'm going through, God's with me. No matter what I feel like, God's with me. But nevertheless, I belong to the Lord Jesus Christ. Nevertheless, nevertheless, the centurion, the people that was guarding Paul, he said, nevertheless, the centurion believed the master and the owner of the ship. In other words, they didn't care about what Paul said. They just was believing what the captains, what the lieutenants was saying of the ship. It says, more than those things which were spoken by Paul. So they took the orders from the captain, but they didn't hear the word of the Lord through Paul. Uh-oh, uh-oh. And number 12 says this, and because the haven was not commodious of the winter in the more parts of the and I advise to depart them also as if they meant to obtain Phoenicia and there in the winter, which was an advent of Crete and Luke towards the southwest, northwest. In other words, they're saying, well, maybe we'll just go to another place and hang out until the storm's over until the winter's over. So that's what the captain wanted to do. But what I want you to know that the captain of, can do anything, but if it ain't Captain Jesus, it ain't gonna work. That's right. Amen. 413 says this, and when the south wind blew softly, supposing that they had obtained their purpose, losing then the sail close to Crete. Crete was the island that they decided, you know what I'm going to do? We're not going to get, we're not going to be in this thing. We're going to be all right. We're going to go, we're going to hang out in this island until this storm's over. But the Bible says this, but the soft uh, winds blew. There is a, there is a wind in the Bible. It's called the Eurachlandic wind. And that is the strongest and the most powerfulest wind on the earth. Okay. It's almost like the sea uh, on, on the order of the hurricanes that, that the, uh, the hurricanes that are four and five, they are they are monstrous. They are treacherous. They they will kill in a heartbeat. But this what this is what they were coming up against. Mm -hmm. Amen. And so it says there um, that in the verse of 13, it says, and when the south wind blew softly, so it was preparing for the storm, they were supposing that they had obtained their purpose. In other words, they finally thought they were getting where they're going to go. But they were loosing this, they said, and they sailed closer to this island called But not long after they got close to uh, the particular island. The Bible says that there arose, they got up, there arose against 
is a tempestuous wind. Just like in our lives. We go through tempestuous wind. Tempestuous thoughts. Tempestuous things in our lives. I mean broken hearts, broken cars, broken dreams, broken this. Because they're tempestuous wind. They are are designed to take you out at all costs. I don't care how big you are. I don't care strong you are. I don't care how naughty you are. There are times in our life that God sends us a tempestuous wind to make us more than ease, God, and you can't do nothing without him. So arose unto him a tempestuous wind called the Eurocalan wind. This Eurocalan wind was, they called it, it comes from the east. Um, and it is a type of a hurricane or typhoon or whirlwind mm-hmm. or hurricane that blows really tenaciously. But the ship was caught in a hurricane or a storm. And the, the, it began to drive uh, the boat and the wind further and further. So yes, we can go through so much that sometimes we sometimes we feel like we're so far from God. It looks like God is not hearing us. It looks like God's not present from us because sometimes it looks like so much comes at us emotionally. Sometimes we get emotionally. Oh, just tied up so we can't see our head from our butt. Uh, we cannot be, we, we just like, we just lose all sense of, yes. of what and right because we get caught up in our own emotions. But we can't be moved by emotions. But we have to realize that we must be moved only by the word of God. That's it. That's it. Moved by the wind of God. Let's go down to uh, verse 27. It says, But when the 14th night was come, and they were driven up and down to the Andromeda midnight shipmate, deemed that they drew near some country. So they had been out there for 14 days, the weather was so bad, they can see things, they didn't know what was going on. But you see, right then, that's when you have to realize we must to believe that God is in control, that God is for us and not against us. We have to know who your anchor is. We have to know who your real father is. Uh, is Satan your father? Or is Jesus your father? Okay? we got to realize that Jesus Christ is the only thing that matters. Sometimes you have to just close your eyes and don't look at nothing around you, but just know that Jesus is large and in in control. So no matter what storm comes, no matter what rain comes, no matter who walks off and leads you, no matter who goes on cheats on you, don't worry about things. God is in control of our lives. Jesus. Yes, we're brokenhearted. Yes, we're just we don't know what to 
Yes, we're hurt, but you can't put your faith in man. You must put your faith first in God. We must put our faith in Jesus. There's no, some of us, there's no choice, but make a mind up to serve the Lord Jesus Christ himself in the midst of our storm. Well, Paul had already told, told the people that, that the ship was going to fall apart. But the man chose to do what he wanted to do. But Paul told him, said, now, I perceive that perception, perception comes from God. Almost like a prophet. We might not know what God's telling us to do, but when there is a prophet there that's walking and talking and living in the realm of the Spirit with God, they reveal things to you that God wants to be revealed. What he don't want you to reveal, you will never know. That's right. Why? Because he's God. And there is no other God but like our God. Yes. We cannot just walk around and be brokenhearted. We can't be walk, walk around and be devastated and, and, and just lose everything, lose your mind, lose your thoughts, lose your children, lose your attitude, because one individual has broken you. Okay? Whether it's male or female, whether it's daughter or son, whether it's aunt or uncle, whether it's a preacher or whether it's a teacher, we've got to put our whole heart, mind, spirit in the will of God. So when you get into a place that you know that there's storms in a lot, when you get in a place that you don't know what to do, but you don't know what to do, when you get in a place that you ain't got no money, no hope, no nothing, no clothes, you've got to hold on to God. When you get in a place that you feel like you just want to commit suicide, uh, uh, go and take a gun and shoot somebody for, oh, no, 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 that ain't God. That is Satan. That is satanic move to make you do something, and for the rest of your life, you'll regret it, and it ain't worth it. No man, no body, no children, no dog, no cat, no auntie, no, nobody. Nothing can do you, the son says. Nothing can do you like the word of Jesus Christ yourself. That's right. We must be like Paul. Paul's nature has changed. Paul's mindset has changed. He left from the religion of just being a religious Jew, a teacher, uh, studied under Gamaliel, but he decided that he was going to make a 360 degree. Sometimes we make a turn, but we don't turn all the way around. We turn halfway. We turn a quarter of a way. We turn a millisecond of a way. But we don't turn all the way. But Jesus Christ wants us all to make a 360 circular motion so that we are not the same again. We won't cuss like we used to cuss. We don't do what we used to do. We don't go where we didn't want to go. We don't dress like we used to dress. We faint on Jesus. We pray to Jesus. We believe Jesus. And you don't have to be a great scholar and just pray. Just sit down on your bed one day and say, Lord, I don't know how to get in touch, but Lord, help me. I, I'm going to just talk to you like you're right here in the room. And yes, he's in there in the room with you spiritually. But we have to hold on to Jesus. My God, walk it, walk it. Jesus died on a cross for us. Jesus took 
all 39 stripes representing every disease, every ailment that you think of, you want, you have. That that same Jesus died on a cross for you and I. That same Jesus was bitten and he was beaten. Hallelujah with a whip and every time he took that whip, he pulled flesh from his body. But he, he loved us and he kept on ticking, ticking, and he kept on moving, and they kept whipping him and beating him, and even his his whole face rolled up, his whole body fell out of shape. They couldn't even recognize Jesus, and Jesus had the opportunity, Jesus had the power to just get up and tell, command millions of angels and destroy the My earth, but because God. Jesus loves us, in the midst of your storm, Jesus loves us, in the midst of your trials, Jesus loves us in the midst of your husband cheating on us. God loves you in the midst of your Jesus and your children, your cats and your dogs and your cousins, your aunts and the people on the grocery store that you know that you really want to cut out, but you're trying to stay safe. Come, Holy Ghost. Walk it, prophet. Judas, hallelujah, that ran and killed his own self. 
Come on, come on. God, my what God. Are you gonna do? 
My God. When the world catches on fire and you don't know Jesus and the pardon of your sins. Because surely, saints, there is a God. Amen. It is 9.52. We have seven minutes. Amen. If there's anybody that wants to say anything, and then I'll just I'll um close down. Quietness breeds no conversation. My God, my Jesus God. wants you to know that in the midst of your storm, God will send you a prophet. God will put somebody in your life when you can't see. They will see for you. Because they are filled with the Holy Ghost and they are on assignment to help you in your walk with God. I know and I believe that this is the will of God. I'm going to turn it over again to Apostle Erica for a few moments. Amen. Amen. We thank you, gracious, uh, on our gracious blessings to you, Prophet. Amen on this on this evening. Amen. We thank everybody for the listeners that are just tuning in on Thursday nights. Amen. Thursday nights, Amanda Prep. Amen. The, the host. And she is the co-founder of ELR Prophetic Shift. Amen. Along with me. Amen. I'm, I'm blessings. Amen. The CEO and uh producer. Amen. Of ELR Prophetic Shift. And we just thank God everybody just tuning in, you know, diligently. Uh, souls are being saved and uh, lives are being changed, um, receiving um, emails and messages and reference because of the, the, the pure, adulterated word of God is being preached and teach, not just being preached, but being actually teach, amen, uh, broken down so an average man can be able to understand it. And that's a wonderful thing about, uh, a wonderful thing about uh, the word, amen, Knowing what it means to be in the midst of the storm, in the storm, or in the eye of the storm, amen. But even in the eye of the storm, somewhere on the outskirts of it, there's a a safety level where even though that this is happening or chaos is happening or the pandemic is happening, these different things are happening, God still cover us even in the in the in the in between. You know, there's always like the eye of the storm and they got the outside to kind of prepare us. Uh, uh, God had prepared us in this season, amen. Uh, he wanted the church to see what are they going to do? What what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And this is what we're going to do. We're going to put our hands to the plow, amen. Put our hands to the plow, amen, so God can use us to the full potential. It's not about nobody else, not about me. It's not about you. It's about the kingdom, it's not about preachers um, bashing each other, but it's about the kingdom. And if we all understand that, if we all on the same under the same umbrella, and it doesn't matter what gifts are, are out there, the gifts, the gifts are the use uh, to edify the body of Christ, not yourself and not your pocket. Uh, I, and I, I'm just saying this flat out, but we just thank God for your blessings. Amen. We're just going to turn it back over to the prophetess. Amen. The host of the hour. God bless you. Amen. Praise the Lord. We hope that God of something coming in your heart. And no, let not your heart be troubled in the midst of all of our storms, whether it's money, children, 
relationships, churches, you've got to put, keep your hands in God's hands in the midst of any kind of storm, because there's different kinds of storms, hurricanes, the whirlwinds, there's all kinds of different storms. But know that God will keep you in the midst of any storm when you give your life to Christ. And if you're a little laid back and you know you've fallen short, go to him in prayer. Ask God to give you forgiveness if that's what you want. And let's make a change. Father, we thank you for your word tonight. Thank you for reaching people's hearts. And God, let them know that you love them. Because there are many people out there, God, that don't even know we're really loved. There's been so go- so much going on the last past year or so that people are feeling lost and lonely and can be in the midst of a football stadium because their hearts are broken. They're lost, they're lonely, confused, but they keep a big old smile out on the other side. So we pray for everybody on the line. That God touch our hearts, our minds, and our spirits. Yes. And know that God loves you. More than every necessary need. God loves you and he promises that he shall supply all of our needs, even in our storms. God bless you. Have a great night. See you next week. Bye-bye now. Get ready, saints. Apostle Erica Robinson, founder and CEO of ELR Prophetic Shift Podcasting Network, has put together an all-star lineup that will have you praising and shouting as the truth from the Spirit of God is released. Now mark your calendars and prepare yourself. On Sundays at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Apostle Erica Robinson will be coming forth with Sunday morning manna. And on Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Pastor Jack Holman will take us to the river in God's Word. And on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the main course is served by Chief Apostle Rodney Tate in apostolic alignment. And for dessert... On Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Prophetess Glenda Lane will cover you in a mantle of prayer. Now you're just a phone call away from your blessing. So call in. The number is 636-422-0344. Again, that's 636 422 0344 on the days and times given. I promise you, you won't regret it. For more information, contact us at ELR Prophetic Shift dot dot com forward slash podcast network. See you there.